Hey, welcome. Glad to have you with us. Glad to be with you. It is uh, eight minutes after the hour. Mike O'Dell is on board from Black Rifle in Boonville. Uh, you take the uh, second exit. Middle exit. Well, you could do that one, too. It would still get you there. <laughs> Uh, That's if you're on I-70. Yeah. You know, if you're, if, yeah, you can't take that, like, on 63 or anything. It's no, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you can't do that. Uh, but uh, you guys have uh, a huge consignment load of if you're looking for a deal on a firearm yeah i mean uh that's the nice thing about it you know if you think about it if you're if you're if you have a gun that you don't want to shoot anymore you know it's just collecting dust in your safe and you you know you want to try to get some money out of it you know that's we do multiple things we do trades you know so if you just want to have it become something else you know bring it in we'd be happy to take a look at it offer you a price for trade and see if you want to apply that toward a new gun uh the other option is you know if you're if you don't have something you know new in mind uh you know we can do consignments so you know we we have quite a few consignments in there right now where people come in and they're just like hey you know i, I would like to try to sell this the nice thing about consignments is typically the seller is going to get more than they would for trade um and somebody else is still going to get a pretty good deal as long as you know it's not an outlandish you know you know firearm you know like we we, we have a we have a smith and wesson model 49 in there right now uh so it's an it's an older 38 special revolver little j frame and i'll tell you what this thing is in immaculate condition so i mean it's not like a 49-2 or anything of that sort it's it's in great condition uh, the owner of the gun actually asked us to you know make sure we keep it wiped down you know with a microfiber cloth after we handle it so i mean the thing's in that good a shape like we don't even like to turn the cylinder on it because whenever you turn a cylinder on a revolver it kind of mars the outside of the cylinder and this really has no marks on it so wow. we're like really careful when we close the cylinder and all that so you know we, we've got that in as a consignment there's a few ars uh, some pistols you know a great deal on a west german p226 you know six hour um there's yeah there's there's a ton of fun stuff in there i bring so. my mosin nagant down there and you want you want to get rid of a Mosin? We're, we're, we'll talk out uh, off the air. <laughs> <laughs> I got a buddy of mine really wanting a Mosin right now. Yeah, so. I got mine from Black Rifle. Yeah, I've, I've got <clears throat> I've got one too. Everybody needs a Mosin. You never get rid of a Mosin. But I never shoot it. But you have it. You know. I mean. Ha, so have you never shot it at all? I've never shot it. You need I've to shoot it. it. You need to go like just shoot you know ten rounds out of it, and then you're gonna want to go shoot it more because it's just uh, it's just you know built in a time when things were built the way that is, uh, and it's just it's an experience to shoot. And once you shoot it, you're gonna be like, yeah, I mean, and it's relatively inexpensive. It's it's yeah. Yeah. Moses are fun. All right. I'll try to talk you into keeping a gun, Gary. Uh, yeah. Well, yes, you. I are. mean, but but if you if you would rather not keep your gun, I yeah, I can arrange. You can head. arrange to lighten my. Uh, I, I can. Yes. It's the only firearm I have, and and if I sell it to you, then I'll be completely unarmed. Well, yeah. That's so, a shame. But well, you'll be able to answer that question if they call you yeah, a lot easier. Like, I have no guns. Yeah, do you have a gun? No. no. Hang on, let me go count. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be back in about 20 minutes. Yeah, I'll put you on hold. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, if you've got questions, we've got answers. 874-9390. The toll-free number is 800-529-5572. Uh, if you go into Black Rifle, uh, you can buy a raffle ticket. Yes, well, we have a we have a raffle going on right now for a. It's I'll see if I can get a picture of it and get it to Brian. So it is a uh, it's a CMMG uh, Resolute with a really cool camouflaged Cerakote 
uh, finish on it. Uh, so what the raffle is for is for the Armstrong Fire Protection District um, to you know raise some money for them to help them get some better communication equipment and everything, and you know help them be able to help, get, to extinguish get, your house before yeah, it's yeah, a get pile to of emergencies ashes. and everything a little bit faster. Uh, it's five dollars for a raffle ticket or five for twenty. Uh, so yeah, you can go in there and get the raffle tickets for that. I'll like I said, I'll try to get a picture of that to to Brian. So it's so a, what is this again? It's an AR fifteen. It's a five five six AR uh, CMMG with a really cool Cerakoted, uh camouflage paint job on it. So hmm. thinking I could maybe make a deal here. Yeah, I'm sure we could probably work something out here. Yeah, uh, yeah. All right. Um, um, all right. So what else is going on? We've got um, uh, the the Democrats of uh, that are running seeking the nomination. Uh, they're all over the place trying to confiscate guns. Beto O'Rourke, oh, uh, reporter, asked Beto while he was in Charlottesville how he'd reassure people afraid the government would take their assault weapons away. Uh, he said, I want to be really clear. That's exactly what we're going to do. Yeah. If you own an AK-47 or an AR-15, you will have to sell them to the government. Woo. How many... Uh, I've seen what the government does, and I don't think they could pass a background check. Well, so I don't, I don't, I can't sell it to them. Yeah, you know, yeah, they're they're, they're crooked. You're saying, uh, how many AR-15s are in circulation today? Do we know? Oh Lord, I have no clue. A lot. <laughs> it's millions, multiple millions. Yeah, uh, and then you add to that the AK-47s. With yeah. And I mean, which is probably, I, I, I would say there's probably not near as many AKs as there are ARs out but there. They're but they're out there. And but I would say it's close. And, um, you know, if you uh, take the average, it's got to be twelve, fifteen hundred bucks a piece. I mean, there's some you can get for six or seven hundred bucks, and there's some you, you go out and pay a couple grand for. Yeah. So you're probably talking an average twelve, fifteen hundred bucks uh, investment. Oh, worst case scenario, just call it a grand. I mean, say you know, an, an even thousand, you know. Uh, and then you multiply that by tens of millions of yeah. these firearms out there. Where is he going to get the money for that? I you, suppose rich people. Our pocket? It. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let me I, see. I mean, I'm going to buy my own gun back because it's going to come out of my taxes. Yeah. You're going to raise my taxes and then use the money that you got from me through the taxes to buy the gun that I already paid for. But you know they're not going to give you anywhere close to that for it. They're going to give you a couple hundred bucks tops. I mean, that if you ever see the way gun buybacks work, I mean, the, the amount that they give for gun, quote-unquote, buybacks is ignorant. I mean, it's it's offensive. Yeah, they and, and we've talked about them on this program before. They never work. No. Um, it, we see bad guys turning in uh, POS guns. Well, I mean, John Lott was just talking about it. He yeah. was like, yeah, you're supposed to turn these in or, yeah, like a, a, a very, you know, minute amount of them showed up as being destroyed. Or and whatever. you take some cheap Saturday night special that you couldn't give away mm -hmm. and the government will give you money for that, same as if it was a good gun. And you turn around and use that money to buy a good gun. Yeah, I, I've definitely seen that too. And then you got yeah, you got people that are they're literally fashioning out of you know plumbing pipe and wood and various things crude shotguns. But guess what? They physically work as a shotgun, so they're buying them off. There was a a, a video, um, and it was available on YouTube. I don't know if it still is because it's been a couple of years. Where this guy made. An AK-47. Out of a shovel? Out of a shovel. I love that video. <laughs> it's probably gone now because the way YouTube has gone, any 
tutorial or anything that shows you how to make or install or do anything with a firearm um, has been demonetized and deemed uh, inappropriate. So, like CMMG, for example, we've had a, it was a animated, you know, video. Uh, when I say animated, I mean you know CGI, just showing. Uh, a lower receiver showing a pin showing this is where the pin goes because like one of our best selling things is our lower parts kits and it's just a little thing you scan the barcode on the back it takes you to this video you watch it it shows you where all the pins go that got flagged and was and youtube removed it um because it, it showed how to assemble a lower well speaking of res- uh, of assembling a lower mm-hmm. the shooter in texas 80 percenter yeah let's talk about that next <laughs> I'm Gary on Guns. 93.9, The Eagle. Hey, welcome. Glad to have you with us. Glad to be with you. Mike Odell with us from Black Rifle there in Boonville. Good morning. And good morning. Uh, let's see. Let, let me do this. You guys are uh, having that rifle. Jeez, uh, I almost called it a rifle raffle. Would that would I get in trouble with Ari Wayland? I-, I don't know. <clears throat> I know that's his thing, so I didn't want to go there, but it, it just wants to it roll, off, roll the tongue. off the tongue. It, it really wants to. Rifle raffle. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, Larry. We're having a rifle raffle, too. So, <laughs> so uh, you can stop by. copyright that. Five bucks a ticket and... And five for 20. And five for 20. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just don't know how you can go wrong with that uh, and to win an AR-15. If you have a question, we got an answer. Because we got Mike Odell from Black Rifle. <laughs> it might not be the right answer, but we have We'll, we'll an give you an answer, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't go to the bank on it. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, 874-9390, toll free. 800-529-5572. A Colorado teen has been banned from school. Uh, I'll tell you what he did to get banned in just a minute, but let me grab a phone call here. Mike, welcome. Glad to have you on Gary on Guns. How are you? Morning, guys. How you doing? Doing great. I'm enjoying the show as always. Sitting out here at the Eagle Bluffs, listening to the shotguns go off. Something Obviously, some season has started. Uh, I wanted to ask Mike a quick question. I'm thinking about entering the world of uh, AR-15 and I talked to him before. I got a couple of these SD40 VEs, Smith & Wesson, uh-huh. uh, 40 calibers. And I, I'm wanting to unload one of them. And I'm thinking trade or consignment. But what would be the difference between one of your used AR-15s and something like that if I was to trade? Just a few hundred bucks or something like that to send me home with one? Um, it, Unfortunately, the AR world, it's uh, it, there is quite a... A variance in the prices on there uh so it really kind of depends on which one you land on so i mean you can get a you know fairly fairly entry-level ar starting at the you know seven to eight hundred dollar price range there are probably some out there uh on the internet that are going to be even less uh you know not that i wouldn't want to sell you one but palmetto state um is always constantly running some just insane deals that we constantly are scratching our heads going how are they doing that you know they've got to be losing money on every sale um you know so they have they have some great kits and some great um great deals uh, unfortunately, they don't do trades or anything of that sort. Um, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. If I stop by with them, I think I paid like about 400 bucks for them or something like that. If they're in good shape on a trade, and I know you, you can't see them right now, but if they're in good shape, you, would you give me a couple hundred? Uh, it, it's really tough to say. Uh, the downside is with it being a 40, unfortunately, just in this market, there's not as much of a demand on the 40s. Um, so that typically means we're, we'll be sitting on them longer, which typically means we might give a little less. But it's just, it, it would we would really have to see the condition, uh, you know, see, you know, if you've got the box, what how many magazines you've got and everything there too. So, um, but yeah, if you have an opportunity, you know, bring them in. We can take a look at them. You know, we'll shoot you straight. If it, if it doesn't 
seem like something we're going to be able to come together. We, we definitely don't want to, you know, offend anybody on a trade value, but it might be something we could help you sell or consign. So you got a few in store now, huh? On ARs or yeah, yeah, definitely. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah we've got racks of them. So we've got, we've got quite a variety from you know Ruger, Smith and Wesson, Sig, CMMG, obviously, a uh, ton of different varieties. Exit in Boonville. I'll have to stop on by. Thanks a lot. Hey, thank you. All right, Mike. Thank you for the call. Glad to have you on Gary on Guns. If you got a question, give us a call 874 9390, toll free 800 529 5572. This latest shooter in Texas uh, using an AR uh, 15, but it has no serial number. How's that, that possible? Well, I guess it's possible if somebody bought an 80 percenter. They bought an 80 percenter. And then, well, somebody had to have finished it. And then sold it to him. That's a big uh, no-no. It's a private market sale. Yeah. So, you know, a lot of us think, oh, uh, I would, you know, if I'm going to have an AR-15, it'd be neat to have one that isn't the So he technically bought his 100 percenter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah. It, it previously was an 80 percenter. But so. if you're, you know, if it's, uh, you know, in your mind, a great idea to get an 80 percenter in a, in a toolkit and, and you're talented enough and you can finish it, great. You got an AR-15. Uh, doesn't have a serial number. Nobody knows you have it. But eventually, it has to go somewhere. You won't live forever. Right. You won't shoot forever. What do you do with that AR-15 when the receiver has no, when the lower has no uh, serial number? You destroy it per ATF regulations. Yeah. I mean, at least the lower. This what would be the firearm in this case. So, uh, so for people that aren't familiar with what we're talking about here, an eighty percenter is a mostly finished chunk of aluminum that is the lower receiver for an AR-15. And then you using uh, your own tools. Uh, I've seen routers, lathes, you know, different things. I've seen people try it with a drill bit and it looks horrendous. Um, but there are jigs and stuff out there that will help you mill this chunk of aluminum into a finished receiver. And since you are manufacturing it, it has no serial number on it. Um, you can, you can do that. You can, you can build your AR that way. You can, uh, you know, order online, go to Black Rifle and purchase, you know, wherever, get all the components to finish building it because the only technical part that is the firearm is the lower receiver. Um, as CMMG, every one of those has to have a serial number on them because it's going to be sold. It's going to be sent out. Um, you know, that's what we do. We sell firearms. Um, with an 80 percenter, it doesn't need it. Um, and you can't sell it. It, it needs to stay in your possession. And yeah, you can sell it if you haven't finished it. Correct. It's still an 80 percenter. Yeah, yeah if, if you have finished it, um, you can't sell it. it. You can't go to somebody else that knows how to do it and have them finish it for you. You know, that's, that's a big no-no, too. Um, so there, there's, there's a lot of little gray areas that I just recommend trying to stay out of just to keep yourself safe, uh, when it comes to the 80 percenters. Um, but it, it, it is a viable option. You, you can purchase an 80 percenter. You can finish it. Um, you can have it a complete lower, but once you have it lower and built, it's yours. And then it's yours and it's yours for as long as you live. Yeah. So, and so, it would it, break my heart to have to see somebody melt one of those down or chew it up and destroy it. Yeah. It's, uh, I mean, 
you might be able to take it to a recycler and get some you know, money for aluminum out of it. But yeah, it's uh, I mean that's what it is. Uh, there, I, I've actually seen a video uh, VSO Gun Channel. Um, he had a lower receiver that, uh, for whatever reason, out of spec or, or whatever it was, he had to destroy. And you know, you've you've got to cut the receiver in certain pos- certain places. And it can't just be with like a a thin saw blade where it could easily be welded back together. Like you have to use a cutting torch that's going to cut like a quarter of an inch of out metal of out of it as it gets cut, so that it's basically not able to be reassembled. All this, and it doesn't really make a difference in terms of saving lives. Unbelievable. Uh, but the AR is uh, it's a popular platform because it's easy to shoot. It's uh, it's fun to shoot. Yeah, uh, and so. Um, you know, it has been vilified uh, by the anti-gunners. Uh, but the idea, but the whole thing, that, you know, the the whole Nick's check thing, the shooting in Texas proves the Nick's check is useless. This guy couldn't pass the Nick's check. He was turned down. He didn't get his firearm from a a, a, a dealer. Mm-hmm. He found a friend who had made or somebody who had made a, 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 a an AR-15 out of an 80 percenter. And that's what he apparently used to do the shooting, proving that you can't stop those transactions from happening. Right. Um, but, however, his friend or whoever it was oh, he purchased he is from trouble. is in, yeah. yeah. A, a heap, heap load of, of trouble. Yeah. Uh, but they're constantly smuggling guns in and out of the country. Uh, they're bad guys who, and we just had a couple of cases here in, in Columbia where a uh, gun store was burgled. Yep. Uh, those people aren't getting a Nick's check when they steal those guns. Oh, no. I mean, there was a, I can't remember where it was at. I, th- I want to say Kentucky. Um, there was just this past week, there was a gun shop. That, it might have been Tennessee, but uh, there was a gun shop that somebody drove their car through the front gate of a night, you know, you know like f- full speed, went in, busted everything out. And I, I don't know how many guns these guys stole. I mean, bad guys are going to find a way to get the guns legally, illegally. I mean, mostly illegally. Um, but yeah, I mean, those are all serialized and they can be tracked, but guess what? They're now gone. You know, yep. I mean, those are going to be sold on the black market. People are going to file off serial numbers. They're not going to want them traceable and stuff like that. And, and, you know, if you, if you get caught in possession of a gun where the serial number has been filed off, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's, 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 a, that's a world of hurt too. Yeah. Little acid. They can bring that back anyway. Uh, so the point that I'm trying to make here is that, uh, background checks, increasing them just isn't going to help. Nope. Not the answer. 874-9390, toll-free, 800-529-5572. you got questions, we got answers. Coming up, Colorado teen banned from school. We'll tell you why next. Gary on Gun. 35 minutes after the hour. Glad to have you with us. Glad to be with you. Mike Odell is with us. you got gun questions. we got gun answers. Uh, and we're straight shooters. <laughs> 874-9390, toll-free, 800-529-5572. Uh, Justine Myers and her 16-year-old son, Nathan... Uh, apparently uh, committed a sin uh, so egregious that uh, that the teenage son uh, was the the teenage were, teenager was banned from school. Um, Man, that well, had to have been a severe one. Yeah, uh, apparently um, going out shooting is what did it. Uh, hard to believe that that alone would be a, a problem. Uh, the, 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 they went out in the woods of northern Colorado. Uh, fun-filled mother and son outing. Uh, local law enforcement and school administration uh, thought the event cons- is considered a threat. August 27th, Justine picked up Nathan from Loveland High School to drive outside of town for an afternoon of shooting practice. 
Nathan posted a video to Snapchat documenting the five pistols and a rifle that he was preparing to shoot. Um, well, apparently one of them, by the way, was a, an AR-15. Oh, Ooh. oh, that did it. Yeah, that's bad news. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was... Uh, anyway, uh, it, he typed out the message, uh, finna be lit. Uh, for anyone under 30, this is roughly translates into about to have a fun time. Upon re-entering cell phone range, the two discovered several missed calls, voicemails, text messages. One of the callers, Justine's ex-husband, had been approached by police about the video. According to police, a message was received through Safe to Tell, a Colorado-based reporting platform that allows individuals to submit anonymous tips to law enforcement of potential threats or risks. Once received, the reporting mechanism automatically triggers an immediate review by local law enforcement. So that's what got him in trouble. But what bothers me is that they have a safe-to-tell website that you can anonymously allege uh, that there's some evil doer out there and wreak havoc in their lives. Yeah, and this is, I mean, this is treading ever so close into the whole, you know, reason that red flag laws are not a good idea. Uh, I mean, you know, the the ability for somebody just to be offended because they don't like, you know, what you think. You know, the swatting, you know, different yeah. things of that sort. I mean, how is that even, I mean, it's not legal, but they're getting away with doing it. I mean, you're able to call the police or you're able to get a report on somebody because it hurts your sensitive, you know, nature. Um, and now all of a sudden they've got police investigating them for nothing. It's un- for, for, for a completely legal thing that they're doing. And, and really pretty harmless, if you ask yeah. me. The, the I mean, granted, son- I would probably choose not phrasing fit to be lit as the, as the caption for it, you know, because depending on who sees that, it could be confusing. But, but the trans- well, in his mind, right? you know, he's a teenager. In his mind, the teenage vernacular is, we're going to have some fun. We're going to play. Yeah. Um, and that got him in all this trouble. The schools and the liberals are doing an incredibly uh, uh, thorough job of convincing people that there is never, ever any good use for a firearm, whether it's hunting, target practicing, uh, competition, or self-defense. In their minds, it's all bad. It's all evil. Speaking Uh, of competitions, there's a really big one going on this weekend down by the lake. Is there? Yeah. Oh, do tell. So it's Generation 3 gun down in Iberia, Missouri. So basically go to the Lake of the Ozarks and turn left a little ways. But, uh, yeah, so, I mean, you can search it. Uh, Do a Google search for Generation 3 gun. I'll tell you, there's like 250 of the nation's top shooters down there competing this weekend. Yeah. Um, You know, our three-gun team's down there. Uh, The Yakleys that we sponsor are down there. Uh, You know, you're going to see some great shooters. So anybody listening, um, you know, that doesn't mind an hour-and-a-half drive or so um, to go down there, and check it out and if you're thinking about maybe getting into three gun go down and spectate it is phenomenal to watch there's a ton of different stages a ton of great shooters you're going to see some really great shooting and a lot of fun how many uh, teams do you guys have um we have 
we basically have two official teams. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we, so we've got the Midwest uh, three gun team. Um, that's some local guys, uh, former employees that uh, you know they they formed a team. They do an incredible job. And then we've got uh, the Ackley Five, um, which they're based out of uh, Minnesota. I want to say it's Wisconsin or Minnesota, <laughs> uh, but uh, uh, somewhere here in the continental U.S. Yeah, it, it, they're, they're up north a little bit. Uh, uh, Tim Yackley, I tell you, uh, he and his mom Becky just went to the uh, World Rifle Championships in Sweden last month, um, and they're. 800, I think, ish shooters from all over the world competing to be best of the best in the world with a rifle. And Tim finished sixth. Wow. Uh, he was the number one shooter from the U.S. And he shoots a CMMG. Well, of course he does. Yeah, he, he knows, knows he quality. quality. He, yes, he does. When he sees it. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, no, Tim is uh, Tim is definitely somebody you want to keep your eyes on. He is an incredible shooter. Uh, you know, for like I think he's just one or two years out of you know shooting junior competitions. He comes he comes here to Columbia for the Bianchi Cup every year. Um, he the last few years he had won uh, you know the junior uh, division. How old is he? Um, I, I want to say nineteen. Wow. Uh, but now now that he can no longer shoot the junior division, his younger brother, uh, Sean, is basically, you know, taking over where he left off. Sean won it all this year. So, wow. Do yeah. you realize that there are people on the left who consider all that evil? And it's such, it's, they're having fun. It's eye-hand coordination. Uh, it's competition. I, I tell you, it's incredible. Like, well, one of the fun things I had yesterday, I had a problem with my iPad, and I was uh, out trying to get it fixed. And I kind of forget some of the shirts I'm wearing sometimes. And I was wearing a shirt from a uh, from a, a shoot that we did down in Georgia a couple of years ago, and it looks just like Trump's "Make America Great Again." Uh, you know, it's red with the white box around it, but it says "Make Range Day Great Again." Um, and I kind of forget that I'm wearing those sometimes, and I get weird looks looking at my chest. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm wearing a kind of a gun shirt. (laughs) Um, But I actually had somebody approach me last night asking about it. I mean, you could tell they were were a little standoffish. Uh, They weren't exactly somebody that would, you know... Be aware of. Would would want to be, you know, gun... They, They don't know anything about guns. Yeah. But they were respectful, and they were curious. And it opened up a dialogue that got them really interested to possibly going out to the range and trying some stuff. So, you know, I, I really do think if you, uh, if you are uh, an anti-gunner, um, that if you have an opportunity to go watch a competition, yes, that you should go do it. Yeah. Um, it is. If you're listening right now and you have a friend that's an anti-gunner and you were looking for something to do today, take them to the Generation 3 gun match in Iberia or go do it tomorrow because tomorrow is really cool because you have a lot of the juniors that shoot tomorrow where they'll team up with some of the you know people that are normal shooters or you know uh, pro shooters or, yeah. or, or more advanced shooters and they, they run a lot of stages. So today and tomorrow you know just, just Google Generation 3 gun down in Iberia take a friend to that you know and just show them the fun that it can be had and the joy on people's face by doing it, you know, it is it is a ton of fun. You can do it as a recreational hobby. Absolutely. There is a, a story at Forbes magazine that um, I really found offensive. Uh, the federal government is demanding that Apple and Google hand over the names of at least 10,000, probably closer to 20,000 users of a gun scope app. For their smartphone. We'll give you the details and tell you why next 
on Gary on Gum. It is 49 minutes after the hour. Mike Odell is on board. Yes, sir. And he is from Black Rifle. They are in Boonville. Uh, boy, if you are looking for AR-15s, that is the place to go. But you guys have a s- huge selection of uh, handguns, pistols. You've got ammunition, target. you got it all. Oh, yeah. We've got a ton of stuff. You can build your own AR. You can buy a lot of components, ammunition, uh, silencers. Uh, yeah, shotguns, bolt action rifles, lever action rifles. Uh, you know, we got a, we just got a new, uh, if Van Kirk is listening, uh, we got a new 308 in there. It's, uh, because <laughs> he loves 308s. Uh, the IWI Tavor, uh, little bullpup, it's been out for a while, but, uh, out, you, in, out in the wild now, they just released that in a 308. I'm checking my phone to see if, uh, Van Kirk <laughs> sends me a text message. Well, it's funny. He you. sent me a text message earlier when I was, uh, when I was hinting about the new product for cmmg he's like is it a 308 <laughs> like so uh no it, it's not but we have a really cool one on the wall so the iwi tavor bullpup 16 inch i mean it's things super tiny but it's a it's a 308 it's super cool uh you know so if anybody's looked at the tavor you know being a 308 i would definitely recommend checking that out uh, that's right. Uh, Boonville uh, on 70, it's the uh, second exit, the middle exit. However you get there, get there, because it uh, it's a great store, lots of great things. Uh, the, feds, uh, the federal government is demanding that Apple and Google hand over the names of, I would argue, probably, it says 10,000 plus, but I would argue it's probably closer to 20,000 uh, users of, guns, of a Gunscope app. Uh, the reason we don't know for sure how many people is because Apple doesn't give out numbers of the uh, people who you know, download apps. Right. Uh, but we we do have uh, for the, uh, you know, for the Google. Uh, but they're going to get names, telephone numbers, addresses, all the information, if they can get this, uh, from Apple and Google. And the reason they're doing this, uh, the Immigration and Customs Enforcement Department is seeking information as part of a broad investigation into possible breaches of weapons export regulations. Now, this app, you mount it on your your rifle, and uh, you can record what you're shooting. You can mm-hmm. uh, see where you're going astray or where the scope needs adjusted. It's a neat device. In fact, when I was uh, a couple of a year before last, I think it was that I went out to uh, the shot show. I saw these demonstrated, mm-hmm. and it was like, man, that is a neat little device. You know, I mean, there's so much really cool technology out there anymore that, you know, it can aid. I mean, there, there's a lot of different things you can do with this. So it att- basically attaches to your scope, and it allows you to obviously record your hunts, you know. I mean, there are some people that out that are out there that like that they're, they're sport hunters, essentially, or there's people that, you know, hunt hogs because they're, um, you know, they just tear up land and everything, and they record the hunts. Um, sometimes you have people that do it for a job where they need to show hey this is how you track you know this particular animal here's you know where you you hit it it's going to fall you know a lot of different reasons that you you know that you can record your hunts um you can use it for recording you you know testing loads like okay you, you reload ammunition you're like okay i have a good documented record of this is where this load hit this is where this one hit so you can help yourself you know fine-tune that load um and other things are it allows people that might have some type of visual impairment to be able to see their crosshairs on a larger screen too mm-hmm. so it actually assists people that might have an ailment or a handicap or something it assists them in being able to go enjoy the sport of shooting or hunting or whatever it is. So, I mean, there, there, there are a lot of practical applications for it. And it, is, it really is neat, and it really does work well. 
Uh, but apparently they're looking into breaches of weapons export regulations. Uh, it's looking into illegal exports of ATN's scope uh, through the comp though the company itself isn't under investigation, uh, according to the uh, order. Uh, but as part of that, the investigators are looking for a quick way to find out where the app is in use, as that will likely indicate where the hardware has been shipped. Uh, ICE has been repeatedly intercepting uh, or intercepted uh, illegal uh, shipments of the scope which is controlled under the International Traffic and Arms Regulation. ITAR. Yeah, ITAR, according to uh, the government's uh, government court filing. They included uh, shipments to uh, Canada, Netherlands, Hong Kong, etc. But what they're doing is they're casting this broad net right. over, you know, thousands and thousands of innocent people whose information ought not be available to the federal government. Correct. Yeah, I mean, I, I see... I see what they're doing in the in the aspect of okay, if they see who's using the app, they can see where in the world those things are, and then they can kind of geolocate. Going okay, if there's a lot of people in the Middle East that are using this app, then obviously um, these products left the United States somehow, um, and they're they want to track that. But at what price? I mean, you're giving up a lot of information on you know good law-abiding gun owners and product owners that have done nothing wrong. Yeah, I, I just don't see any need for them to 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 go about it that way. It would be like we're looking for uh, the somebody who stole something from a store, and so we're going to get the names of addresses. If everybody who's been in that store, we're going to go search them. Right. Um, it, it just rubs me the wrong way when the federal government exercises that kind of power. Uh, 874-9390, the toll-free number, 800-529-5572. I was talking during the weekday program about uh, the gun violence in this country. And while I admit that it is far better than the anti-gunners want you to believe, there's, you know, the uh, when you we just played John Lott earlier the, this morning, uh, and he says more than half of all of the uh, shootings in this country happen in 2% of the counties mm -hmm. uh and and more than half of those shootings are in like a 10 block area right so i mean that's like a war that's like going to the middle of afghanistan uh but it's only in those tiny little places but uh the fact that we have uh, uh people so willing to just willy-nilly go out and shoot uh, other people it makes you wonder why what is going on and uh, i read a piece from uh, governor matt bevan uh from kentucky and his suggestion was that the change is in the culture. We don't value human life. And I think that's a really valid point. Yeah. Um, I, I, now, I, I am a, a pro-lifer, and I think that if you don't value life when it begins, then you'll never value life. If you don't value the life of an infant... Uh, or an infant in utero, then what would make you value the life of an adult who's irritated you or aggravated you? Yeah. Nothing. And, you know, I mean, there's that, and I would also argue, too, uh, there's a certain amount of desensitizing people to, you know, the extreme violence that is shooting people because, unfortunately, it gets almost glorified in the media because these these guys or these people go out and they commit these you know heinous acts and shoot a lot of people or whatever they use to kill a lot of people 
um, and the media just takes it and runs with it, and they kind of, you know, they they give that person a certain amount of fame. Yep. Um, and so it, it kind of glorifies it to an extent. Um, you know, the thing that gets me is on the flip side of that. I mean, the media will always talk about some shooting or killing or something of that sort, but they very, very, very seldom talk about the good guy that stopped the bad guy. You know, those acts, you know, are, there's a lot more of them out there than people would, you know, than the media would lead you to believe. Uh, but you never hear about them. You never hear about the good guys that stop things. And it doesn't necessarily need to be a shooting. You know, you could have a good guy that could just pull a gun on somebody that could just, you know, stop an act. I saw just, vid- just brandishing the weapon can repel a bad guy. Yeah, I saw a video the other day. Somebody was sticking a knife in the back of a cashier's back trying to rob it. And the guy right behind him in line pulled a gun on the guy with the knife like, all right, you need to stop this. And guess what? Act over. You know, um, nobody was injured. It stopped the crime. Uh, I just uh, hope that uh, that people wake up on this. It it shouldn't even be an issue. Um, it's you know when you think about London and all the great gun control laws they've passed there, and you find out their murder rate's greater than New York City. Well, I mean, uh, they, they took away guns, and yeah, then, now they're taking away sharp knives. Well, and they yeah, they started doing that, and then now the the murders and that are happening there are even more heinous. Like people are using acid. And stuff like that to How attack about, people. I and mean, that guy in Japan, yeah, uh, threw a Molotov cocktail, oh, yeah, uh, and and burned those people alive. Yeah, uh, bad people are going to find a way to do bad things. And I mean, man, unfortunately, it's, it's a really weird way to look at it. But you know, you you remove guns, you remove the ability for somebody to defend themselves, uh, and you also introduce more heinous ways of people attacking other people yeah it, it, no matter what it's ugly and they will find a way around it it just doesn't work uh black rifle opens up in about two, two minutes. minutes yeah roughly two minutes mm-hmm. uh and uh you if, if you've got a, a firearm that you like to put up for consignment uh they'll do it uh if you want to trade one in they'll do it uh rifles if we, pistols yeah if you, if you want a raffle ticket we got those yeah let's if uh, you just want to buy a gun we got those too <laughs> you want to do what buy a gun i can do that at black rifle you can ammunition too Woo. <laughs> so <laughs> if you uh if you want uh to to pick up this raffle it's for the fire department in armstrong armstrong uh it's five dollars a ticket and it's five for 25 um so they can get the right equipment yep uh, and the rifle is on display there so you can see how beautiful this thing is you know it's a cmmg 556 the thing looks incredible does it mm-hmm. yeah i i forgot to send a picture you forgot to, to send a picture yeah all right we gotta run uh listen whatever it is thank you mike thank you coming on board from black rival whatever it is in life that you want go out and get it don't wait for the government to drop it in your lap you make it happen you seize the day carpet dm grandbaby honey i'm coming home